Okay, reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 1, Text 44. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Tasman Nakash Kasyachit Draham Acharit Satata Atmana Shaman Anvichan Drobhur Vai Parato Bayam. Therefore, since the envious impious activities cause a body in which one suffers in the next life. Why should one act impiously? Considering one's welfare, one should not envy anyone. For an envious person must always fear harm from his enemies, either in this life or in the next. Purport. Instead of being inimical toward other living entities, one should act piously by engaging in the service of the Supreme Lord, thus avoiding a fearful situation, both in this life and in the next. Wait, considering one's one fear, one should not envy anyone for an envious person must always fear harm from his enemies, either in this life or the next purport. Instead of being inimical towards other living entities, one should act piously by engaging in the service of the Supreme Lord. Okay. Thus avoiding a fearful situation in this life and the next. In this regard, the following moral instruction by the great politician Chanakya Pandit <coughs> is very meaningful. Chaja Durjana Samsargam Bhajas Hadu Samagamam Kuru Punyam Aho Ratram Smaranityam Anityatam. One should give up the company of devils, demons, and non devotees, and should always associate with devotees and saintly persons. One should always act piously, thinking that this life is temporary and not be attached to temporary happiness and distress. The Krishna consciousness movement is teaching all of human society this principle of becoming Krishna conscious and thus solving the problems of life forever. Taktva deham punajanma naitimam eti surjana. Omigyana timarandasya gananjana salakya taksur unmalatamyena tasmai shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya mano bhishtam stapitam yena bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Panchakalpa Turubyascha Kripa Sindhu Bayebacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnave Bhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Si Advaita Gadadhar Shivasa De Gaur Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare, Hare. So greetings from, what's the name of this town? Rick. 
from Brick, Bricktown, Bricktown New, Jersey. New Jersey. I'm moving into my new residence. I have a fantastic, I'm sitting at a fantastic Bajan Kutir and a nice temple, a little library, very clean. And probably one or two of the biggest Tulsi plants in North America. Maybe we'll give Darshan. And we have had a Tuesday program and uh, so nice, you know, it was about no, 15, 20 people at least. And uh, with Prasadam, so that's good. So um, because not everybody attends the class every time for various reasons, including that some people go to work during the week, so Sunday, there's usually twice as many people. So what I like to do is um, always kind of go back. And uh, it's also very nice because I, I, I'm going to be in Colombia during uh, Jamastin. We have a great Jamastin festival there. But I'm, uh, we're having a retreat. So it's really nice for me to go over. And then by the time I come there, I'll practically have the whole Lila memorized. But um, so we know the story began with the earth is distress. And uh, God hears the distress of the devotees, of people in general. And certainly uh, the voice of the earth when it's being exploited. Once when there was an unnecessary defense force of demoniac kings, the earth in the form of a cow came to Lord Brahma. Uh, yeah. And they went to where Lord is situated in the universe and with attention and the right prayers, they petition the Lord's help. And within the heart of Lord Brahma, God spoke to him. God speaks to us through the heart. He's actually speaking to every single person here now. But the problem is, is the senses and the mind have a limited capacity let's say the mind has a little bit of capacity to interpret all the sense phenomena that comes at once. So it has to be selective. You're actually seeing a very small portion of what's there. Even right now, I have these books on my table. They're in my vision, but I can't say which is which. Like, if you're, let's say you're in a library and there's so many books. You're seeing them all, but how many you're actually seeing? So there's this kind of, idea that we remember what the consciousness is focused on. And because our consciousness is focused on so many external things, we can't hear God in the heart. But one whose senses are controlled and is, and is pure, he can hear God in the heart. And that's, the guru is the external manifestation of the super soul. It means God is speaking to us, but because we can't hear it, 
it has to God has to manifest externally, not that the guru is God, but that voice comes through those people and it comes through the Shastra. What's in the heart and what God's speaking is also in the Shastra and it's also represented by the people who represent the Shastra. So then he told them that God is going to appear. He already hears the distress and that he's already sent so many of his, the demigods, Sura, saintly people who want to take birth in his pastimes. He's also sent his internal energy. He's also sent his plenary portion, Balaram, and they were pacified. So that's the first part of the story. The second part of the story is just before Krishna is born. What, what his, his starts with his, in the marriage ceremony. But first it starts with, you know, because now the story is going to be told. It tells about the place, which is Matura, and how it's a special place. It's intimately connected to the Lord. So in that place, it describes in that place, um, it brings you to the image of the wedding ceremony of, of Krishna's mother and father. And after the wedding ceremony, they, the bride goes to the groom's house and the father at that time, we discussed this, gives the dowry. So it's a very opulent procession. And when they're riding, there's this big demon, Kamsa, and he hears an Akash Vani, Akash Vani, an unembodied voice, a voice from the sky. And it says, you're such a fool that the eighth child will, the eighth child will kill you. The eighth child will kill you. So most of you have been here on Sunday. So it's the demigods. The voice is actually coming from the demigods. They have this fear that um, that Kamsa, the demon, is going to get power, powerful by serving his sister, who is the mother of Krishna. So they want to create a situation where he offends her <laughs> and loses all her power, loses all his power. But also it, it's on a higher platform. This is why it says sometimes you can't understand the activities of, of, of a pure devotee. Even if you analyze Prabhupada, why he made certain decisions, why he didn't. It's not just the intellectual platform. It's the will of God which encompasses an, a, a, a much wider vision of, of, of reality and the karmic situation. And this wider vision of reality, you say, why, why the demigods causing that? Uh, because they're expediting Krishna's birth, because he's the eighth child, and there's seven that are born before him. So he really inspires Vasudev, the eighth child is going to be, you know, is going to kill Kamsa. The eighth child is actually going to be Krishna. Narada Muni understands this and he expedites it later also. So 
he and Kamsa hears that, and, he, and he's also called a fool. Because what kind of fool is carrying carrying the 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 vessel which your death will be in? So it, two things hit him as 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 a demon narcissistic personality who sees the world according to his own desires. So he sees, oh, this is this is going to be the death of me. I, I have to destroy this, even though it's my sister. And he's also um, they make a point anyway. So uh, Kamsa takes up his sword, and 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 there's all these descriptions of how he's Kula Pumsanam. He's the dirt of the dynasty. The, the, you, you represent your dynasty. And therefore, actually, when someone's in a good family, there's pressure. Because if you do something wrong, it represents your family. Like they have in America, there's so many serial shootings and mass shootings. And it's such an embarrassment for the family. So when you have someone that's going to perform some horrible thing, I remember when I would come home and my father would look at my report card and he would say, no son of mine comes home with bees. You know, you know, it, it's kind of, it, 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 it's one of the things that keeps society intact is dynasty. It's family. You represent the family. If you don't have a family, then it's no pressure. But if you have some family and, and some reputation, then what you do affects so many people. And if you have a relationship with them, so dynasty becomes you know, so, so important. So Kula Pumsanam, he's, he's going to be the dirt of the dynasty. And this is Sukadeva Goswami explaining it. So it's a, you know, he's the one that's trying to kill Krishna. So, um, and then we see that Vasudev pacifies him. He tries to pacify him because Kamsa is, is so much more powerful. And Kamsa just grabs the hair of Devaki, is about to cut off her head. And, uh, and so the last part that we, we, we were up to, we saw that Vasudev, later on what Vasudev is going to be described because it's such a difficult situation. You know, he's trying to, he's going to try to pacify Kamsa. And, and, and Kamsa sees the world according to his desires. So what, what he wants to live. In other words, there's he has no principles. He wants to live, and he sees that this. She's gonna. It, 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 oh yeah. The second thing is, it, it's not only that that in the future something's can happen, but he's being called a fool right now because he's carrying, you know. And and this is look at the you know. I once um, in my preaching. And, and some of you, you, you remember him. There was one 
person, a brilliant actor. He won, uh, I forgot what the awards were for the best actor um, in Washington, D.C. Um, and he came to Govardhan to meet with me to write one drama. And that was that famous drama about the Kaliya Serpent, you know, once when the world was overburdened. No, no, no. When I was young and the world was younger. And it, it, it was a great drama. But his dream was to write one about the Shringadev, but not how they normally do the dramas that, you know, someone comes out as the Shringadev and it's, you know, it's kind of, wow, they come out and it looks scary and things. But he felt that in these stories, what they're missing is, is real drama is character development. And that, and that Haranya Kashipu was a real personality. You know, it's not just a fictitious thing, but it was a real personality with like an existential, you know, dilemma that, that his son, you know, didn't fulfill the family wish because he, you know, and, 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 and what was the family let? His brother was killed by Vishnu and he wants revenge. And now his son is becoming a devotee of Vishnu and the, that kind, or he was going to write a, a, a drama about Govardhan and he wanted to write a drama Govardhan. What was it like in the village when, 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 you know, there was this tremendous flood, you know, there's some reality. There's actually a, a, we simplify it, but there was actually reality that there's this tremendous torrential downpour and people in the village are in this calamity. And they're seeing the water fill up to such a, the ditches to such a way that, you know, you can't see the high land and the low land anymore. And that the calves, the calves are, are just being drowned. And then they have to appeal to, to, to Krishna. Krishna, 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 hey. Krishna, 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 Pahimam. Rama, Raghava, Rama, Raghava, Rama, Raghava, Pahimam. Krishna, Keshava, Krishna, Keshava, Krishna, Keshava, Pahimam. Krishna, save me, save me. So same thing here. Kamsa is a real personality. And, and he, he's representing the embodiment of material consciousness, which is in us all. And what's the embodiment of material consciousness? It is selfishness. Spiritual consciousness is to think of others before yourself. Material consciousness is to think of yourself before others in every circumstance. And the only thing that prevents us from this material consciousness, which is why we get the body, the only thing that protects us from that is dharma or principles of life, where we understand that there's something higher than the self, it's duty. And that those are the people that we admire, those people of character, the people who make sacrifice. And also those are the people that are happy because that type of consciousness is congruent with the soul, 
which is consciousness, which is meant to serve. Our consciousness, our happiness is this universal consciousness, thinking of others before ourselves, thinking of God, thinking about everything and compassion and all these qualities to bring us out of this so that it's real. And Prabhupada is going to mention in the purport, there are people like this in history. And the classic one is that, that what, 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 when Vasudeva is going to try to pacify, he's going to try to pacify Kamsa. One way he does it is by Sama, he glorifies him. And then the other way is by creating Veda, a little fear. You're going to kill your sister, you know, who is a woman who is your sister on the day of her marriage. And then, then he glorifies him. Oh, best of the Boja dynasty. <laughs> right? Sukadeva Goswami is saying, one who throws dirt on the dynasty. Vasudeva says, oh, best of the dynasty. Because understand what this means. Understand what this is going to do to your reputation. Your sister, who's a woman on the day of her marriage. So... Um, so he tries to, to, to pacify him. And I, I was going to mention that later, and I think we'll read this today, is Vasudev, Krishna's father, is called Anaku Dundabi. Dundabi are drums and Anaka is a trumpet. When great personalities are born, it says that the demigods, you know, you know, bum, 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 that kind of like glorification, because Asabanda, this person would have such character. So the contrast. So Kamsa, he, he's a classic. He's a classic. Think of others before myself. If killing someone is to my benefit, I will do that. And I hope none of us would <laughs> take that choice. You know, if we had the choice, well, okay, this person can die and I will stay for no reason. I'm hoping we would, that somehow the, our principle would, would, would trump our, our, our personal desires, that our duty was be above self. And practically the whole Vedic culture is just to instill this point in us. Duty. And look at the world. Look at the politicians. Look at the world. Look what people are coming. Look at the education. They're training people self above duty. So what do you expect? What do you expect? Um... And I think it comes into the, the, the thing with abortion too. You know, there's a, there's a subtle issues on, you know, things to be discussed, but the argument that, you know, the argument that the life of the child doesn't matter. That has to be part of the consideration, almost like it doesn't matter. It has to be part of the consideration. Whatever you want to say about social concerns and other issues, that has to be part of the matter. But sometimes people argue on the extremes that it's not even a consideration. 
it was so the, 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 this this consciousness um so so he he, he when you want to convince someone and you're going to see this really so you have to understand their mind you have to not understand just what you say you have to understand how they interpret it and then you have to deal with those doubts even if they may not express it so someone who's very very acute in his intelligence and wants to convince someone he has to know the science of, of reading minds. So we discussed this. I'll just go over that and then we'll go today's thing. So, so he's telling him, how can you do this? How can you kill him? So, so, so Buster Dave says, um, so Buster Dave's understanding that what's Compson going to think? He says, well, I don't want to die. So I got to kill her. And then, the, so what is Vasudev knowing he's going to think this way? He said, well, one who's born dies. Everyone dies. You're going to die. So you're not solving your problem. So then Vasudev will say, well, I understand everyone dies, but there's no life after death. And then, that, so Vasudev's understanding, this is what he's going to think. I'm going to say, Okay, I'm going to say this. Everyone dies, and, and the way this might say, "Well, I, so what?" You know, so what? Um, but no one lives after death. So then he explains, "No." Um, you get a next body, and it's just like a worm. You know, when you get the worm gets onto the neck, gives a nice analogy. Worm gets onto the next. As soon as he touches the next leaf, then he lifts up. So like that, we're always in a body. When we give up this one, <laughs> we get the next one. And, and what death is, is somehow or other, this is an amazing thing. What God does is he, he looks at our, he understands what our, 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 Evolution, a transformation of soul is for purification. So what he understands is what is our, our consciousness and what is the next experience we need to elevate that consciousness based on the desires we have in our hearts and the deeds we performed in the past that represent the desires we have in our hearts. So based on that analysis and what's the experience we need next to purify our consciousness. And that experience requires a particular body. So then there's an element called false ego. It's like a fun, it takes the consciousness and it delimits it to a particular body. So you think I'm this body, that's just this false ego that's kind of shaped our consciousness in this way. So um, then he said, but you know, well, um, then he understands he's looking at Comps' mind and Comps is thinking, well, I don't know about this. <laughs> 
I'm not sure about this. And so then he explains. Then, then Vasudev, knowing that's in his mind, says, well, even in this life, when you dream, you forget your body. Or you accept other bodies. So it's like that. And and in this life, you have different bodies. So you can perceive you're not the body. You can perceive that you're accepting different bodies. So and uh, all right, he said, okay. Um, Okay, all right. So he's thinking. So he's thinking. He's looking. Comps. He says, "Now I know that what this rascal's going to think. He's going to think. Okay, we accept another body, but I got the king's body now. <laughs> I got the king's body now." So then he explains. No, it's not. He, then he gives an. It's very philosophical, and he explains how it works. He explains. No, it's just as a pot of water. The moon is reflected, and it appears to move according to the water, but it's not. So in the same way, the mind, the consciousness reflects onto a different material situation, but you're not that situation. And when you get in that situation, you're attached to it. Now you're the king and you want to be a king. But when, when Indra took birth as a hog, he was cursed of a hog, and then the demigods came and said, "You're you're you're the king. You're the king." He said, "No, nah, I you know, I'm not gonna give it. To Look at this. Say, I got my fam because the body is conditioned. So whatever body you're in, you're gonna like this. Just like right now, we're detached to this body. You know, we don't give it this body, but who knows? We may have been kings. We may have been queens. <laughs> you know, we may you know we may have been you know." We may be short now, we may have been tall. We may we may be fat now, we may have been skinny. You know, we may, you know, so many things, but no, this body. So he, he he's giving so much philosophy because, you know, Comps is just ready. So he, he he's doing this. And, and then he comes, what's the conclusion of all this? Is this verse. Um, if you act impiously, you're screwed. <laughs> if you're envious, you're screwed. You're going to be fearful in this life. You think you're going to join this life with that kind of mentality. That kind of mentality, people are always going to be, you know, like, you know, these big mafia dons is always, you know, the St. Valentine's Day massacre and, you know, all the shooting and, you know, people are fearful. And the next life you get it. You know, I remember when, when I had had one mentor and I was going through a crisis, I felt someone was mistreating me. And my, he says, my friend said, give it up. Otherwise, you'll have to come back in the next life to get it. You got to give it up. So he's he, he's doing this way. And um, now, good. Now for the rest of the class, we're going to read the verses. So we, we got the scene. We have this concept and we can imagine, you know, I, I've seen it when I was in, when I grew up in New York and we used to hang out, you know, and someone, 
I remember one time we were jumped by some people, not jumped, but they came over. And the names of the people, it's like the Bhagavatam. The Bhagavatam, you get a name that re represents your personality, like Dhritarashtra, right? The whole Bhagavad Gita, because he was attached to the kingdom and wanted his son. Dhrita means determined and Rastra means kingdom. You know, Duryodhana, you know, very bad in battle. I admit they all have Pariksha, the examiner. So everybody gets a name according to their personality. So I remember two guys came up to me and they got names according to their personality. And I, I never forget the name. Rocco Crigliano. <laughs> he came up to ask us for money. Rocco Crigliano. And Joey Stiff. <laughs> so... <laughs> And I remember we were trying to talk to him and, you know, but, you know, you could see, you know, you, you try to give some reason, but there, there's so much impulse. There's so much impulse there. So this is Kamsa. You know, give him some reason, make him feel your sister is a woman on the day of your marriage. You know, what, 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 you know, so, so, He's, he, 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 and then he says, as a younger sister, this poor girl is like your own daughter and deserves to be affectionately maintained. You are merciful. Therefore, you should not kill her. Indeed, she deserves your affection. It's your daughter. It's like your, 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 it, she, like, it's like your own daughter. It's your sister. <sighs> you know, it, it's kind of, you know, even you know the demons they, they they have like you know you know some something in it. and now Sukadeva goes Swami is going to his thoughts now because that was a dialogue now this is being told to Maharaj Prika so now we go to Sukadeva goes Swami and he says oh best of the crew dynasties in other words not Kula Pumsana, the one who throws dirt on the dynasty, because that's what Sukadeva Goswami is describing. But Vasudev, he's smart. He said, No, you are the best of the dynasty. You're the best of the dynasty. Oh, no, no, no. This is something else. Sukadeva Goswami, he, he's speaking to Marge Prickett. He said, oh, best of the crew. Kamsa was fiercely cruel, and he was a follower of the Rakshasas, the man-eaters. He's so cruel. Therefore, he could neither be pacified nor terrified by the good instructions by Vasudev. Pacified Sama, terrified Veda. That's what you got to do when you argue something. You... you, you appeal to the good side and the bad side. So in diplomacy, there's good cop and bad cop. Is Sama, good cop, you pacify. Beta, bad cop, how can you do this? It's so low. Good cop, you give bribe, not Dana. Bad cop, you beat. So these are the kind of things. There's always the good type, the, the good cop, bad cop type of diplomacy going on. So it's going on and he couldn't be pacified. He did not care about the results of his sinful activity, either in this life or in the next. So he's not broad-minded. 
when you, when, 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 when you trained and you're educated spiritually, you're able to look at things at a broader, I'll make this sacrifice now, nayam lokas te lokas yakuru, nayam lokas te yagyas yakuru, without sacrifice, there's, there's no benefit in this life or next. No, I look at a broad thing, maybe not this life, my soul, the next life, the, the, you know, the people, they'll make sacrifice. We can see it, you know, some guy just, waste his life and other pies studying hard and going to school. He's sacrificing, going to medical school. You know, the person just part, and then the person is chanting his rounds. He's making sacrifice. It's difficult for him now, but he sees the long-term benefit where someone who's not elevated in consciousness, they can't see. So he sees, he does not care about sinful activities. He only sees the, the moment. He called me a fool for carrying her, and she's going to kill me. When Vasudev saw that Kamsa was determined to kill his sister, he thought to himself very deeply, considering the imminent danger of death, he thought of another plan to stop Kamsa. So significant word here, he's called Anaka Dundabi. And this is Anaka Dundabi means... Trumpets, Anika, Dundabi, the drums, the kettle drums. It means when he was born, the demigods knew that this was such an incredible personality because he had the quality of Ashabanda. Ashabanda means your, your hope cannot be stopped. Determined. This is a great personality. His hope cannot be stopped. So he doesn't give up easily. So he's thinking, what can I do? He, I, I tried to everything. What can I do? So I, he's not going to give up. And then, and, and, and Sukadeva Goswami is describing this. He says, as long as the intelligence and bodily strength one has an intelligent person must try to avoid death. This is the duty of every embodied person. But if death cannot be avoided in spite of one's endeavor, a person facing death commits no offense. So we try to keep life. We try to keep life as far as possible for us and others. And, and of course, Prabhupada and the Purple will talk about really keeping life <laughs> is to realize you're eternal. But even on that other platform, the body is given. The body is a vehicle to realize God. You got one more minute before work, huh? I'll stay a little bit longer. You can walk in a little late. No, no, no. But I'll stay at like 8.14. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jack has got to go to work, but he's relishing it. So he's sitting here. He's happy because we have an ashram. We have a program yesterday, and it was great. It was really wonderful. Kirtan, four, five, six people. Everybody's becoming expert in kirtan these days. The kirtans were great. I spoke a little bit, and then Posada, and people came from work. It was really great. Um, so this thing, it's a principle to try to keep life. 
it's a principle. You must try to keep life, not artificially, but, but when you can, you try to keep life. So now, now we're back to Vasudev, Vasudev, Krishna's father, and he's thinking, by delivering all my sons to Kamsa, his death personified, I shall save the life of Devaki. Perhaps Kamsa will die before my sons take birth, or since he is already destined to die at the hands of my own son, men of my sons may kill him. For time being, let me promise to hand over my sons to that Kamsa. I better do hand over my sons to that Kamsa. Uh, so, so the Kamsa will give up this immediate threat. And in due course of time, Kamsa dies, I have nothing to fear. So he's smart. He's, an, he's, he's a brilliant, look at the arguments he gave. And now he's thinking very, very practically. He's a Kshatriya. They have very practical intelligence. So let me solve the problem immediately. And let's see what will happen in the future. Anything can happen in the future. And then this is how he considers. He says, when a fire, for some reason, unseen, leaps over one piece of wood and sets fire to the next, the reason is destiny. Similarly, when a living being accepts one body and leaves another, there is no reason other than unseen destiny. So let's see what the destiny. Uh, if it's not destined that cops will kill my sons, then it won't happen. But if I don't do something, for sure something will happen. Because there's five factors of action and one is the endeavor. So now... The only thing I have left here is my endeavor. Let me see if my endeavor can do something. But if I don't make the endeavor in this, then, then certainly. After thus considering the matter, as far as his knowledge would allow, Vasudev submitted his proposal to the simple comps with great respect. Um, So with great respect, Bahu Mana before him. Great respect. Well, um, I have no complaint with you. I, I know you're in a difficult situation. <laughs> you know, I understand, you know, this is a life and death matter for you. Um, so Vasudev's mind was full of anxiety because his wife was facing danger. But in order to please the cruel, shameless, and sinful Kamsa, he externally smiled and spoke to him as follows. So diplomacy is fine. In other words, it means you're not so truthful. But in the priority of Yamas, Ahimsa takes priority. So if ahimsa or nonviolence comes in contact, in conflict with truthfulness, then you can, you, you can lie. Like, for example, if it's World War II and the Nazis come and you're hiding some Jews and they say, are there any Jews here? Yes, I'm from America. 
George Washington, when he chopped the cherry tree, that we, we, we learned when we were young that our first president was so noble that when he chopped the cherry tree and his father said, yes, I have done it, knowing that when he took the mango that was being offered to the deities and his father said, who is that? I have taken this. He, father said, you are an offender. You've taken the, it's supposed to be offered to the deities. He never ate a mango in the rest of his life. So, so now, yeah. Rain, sleet, shine. <laughs> Jack's a postman, so he's got to go. They're, they're dutiful. He's, he's relevant. So no, he's, he's, he can he he's going to do whatever it takes so then he says oh best of the sober you have nothing to fear from your sister devaki because of what you have heard from this unseen omen the cause of her death will be her sons therefore i promise that when she gives birth to the sons from your from whom your fear has arisen i shall deliver them unto your hands Sukadeva Goswami continued. So he, he's explaining this. Kamsa agreed to the logical arguments of Vasudev, and having full faith in Vasudev's words, he refrained from killing his sister. Vasudev, being pleased with Kamsa, pacified him further and entered his own house. So Tadvakya Sada Vit. Tadvakya, the vakya, the words, saravit, knowing, saravit, Kamsa knowing that his words were correct because he had integrity. And a person who has integrity, integral means to be one with, like I can put my hand on the desk and it's integral with the desk. So when your words are integral with your actions. That's integrity. When your words and your actions are one. So he knew that he was Tadvakya Sara Vit. Vit, he knew. Kamsa knew. Sara, that was correct. Tadvaka, whatever words. You can understand what, what, what truthfulness. And, and even Vasudev was very worried. Later, he would, he would take the child anyway. But in that culture, especially a person of character, one's word. I, I, when I was visiting my mother, um, I don't know, my, her younger brother wrote a biography of that, like a thing of the family or something. And, Talked about my grandfather in business. That it, 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 they knew if he gave his word, they wouldn't even have to sign a contract. Each year thereafter, in due course of time, Devaki, the mother of God and all the demigods, gave birth to a child. Thus, she bore eight sons, one after another, and a daughter named Subhadra. 
Vasudev was very much disturbed by fear of becoming a liar and breaking his promise. Thus, with great pain, he delivered the firstborn son named Kirtiman into the hands. Again, Anakadundabi. He was glorified. He would have these character, these qualities. And he was unritat. He was ati vivala. Ati means extremely vivala, extremely disturbed about unratat, breaking his promise, fear of being called a liar. He was let's just analyze what his character, what his character was. What his character was, and, and without getting into the details of you know this himsa is more important, and this is the way that the whole society was based on this principle of integrity. Because if you have this honesty, then you can develop any habit by just your word. I promise. And that was it. Like we all have our little things we want to give up. And imagine if just our word right now, I promise, boom, it's finished. And there are people like that. I even know people today, very, very rare. People who would rather die than lie. So it was something extraordinary. And he had this character. And then this is like a famous verse in that. What is painful for saintly persons who strictly adhere to the truth? What will they not do for the truth? How could there not be independence for pure devotees who know the Supreme Lord is the substance? How, how can they not be neutral? No prejudice within them. I act what's right. What deeds are forbidden for persons of the lowest character? And what cannot be given up for the sake of Krishna by those who have fully surrendered to his lotus feet? My dear King Prikshit, when Kamsa saw that Vasudev being situated in truthfulness was completely equipoised and giving him the child, he was very happy. Therefore, smiling face, he spoke as follows. O Vasudev, you may take back the child and go home. I have no fear of your first child. It is the eighth child of you in Devaki I'm concerned with because that is the child whom I am destined to be killed. So now he's pacified in mind. There's no... It's whim. You'll see, you can't trust someone who doesn't have principles. They can say yes, they can say no, they can switch. But someone who has principles, you can predict their behavior. But you can't trust someone who doesn't have principles. So even this with Kamsa, Kamsa agreed and took his child back, but because Kamsa had no character and no self-control, 
Vasudev knew that he could not rely on Kamsa's words. Okay, a few more verses, and then we can finish. Good, it'll take a few minutes. The inhabitants of Vrindavan, headed by Nanda Maharaj, and including his associate coward men and their wives, were none but denizens of the heavenly planets. Omaraj Prikit, best of the descendants of Bharata, and so too were the descendants of the Vishnu dynasty, headed by Vasudeva and Devaki, and the other women of the dynasty of Yadu, the friends, relatives, and well-wishers of both Nanda Maharaj and Vasudeva, and even those who eventually appeared to be followers of Kamsa, all demigods. Once the great Saint Narada approached Kamsa and informed him of how the demoniac persons who were a great burden on the earth were going to be killed, thus Kamsa was placed into great fear and doubt. After the departure of the great Saint Narada, Kamsa thought that all members of the Yadu dynasty were demigods and thus any of the children born from the womb of Devaki might be Vishnu. Fearing his death, Kamsa arrested Vasudeva and Devaki and chained them with iron shackles. Suspecting each of the children to be Vishnu, Kamsa killed them one after another because of the prophecy that Vishnu would kill him. Kings greedy for sense gratification on this earth almost always kill their enemies indiscriminately. To satisfy their own whims, they may kill anyone, even their mothers, fathers, brothers, or friends. In his previous birth, Kamsa had been the great demon named Kalanemi and been killed by Vishnu upon learning this information from Narada. Kamsa became envious of everyone connected with the Yadu dynasty. Kamsa, the most powerful son of Ugrasena, even imprisoned his own father, the king of the Yadus, Boja and Andaka dynasties, and personally ruled the state known as Suasena. So I just read that last part, and on Sunday, I will go over and explain in detail. And something happens here on the, on the end of this chapter is that there were so many notes in the commentaries that Prabhupada didn't put them in the purple. When he finished the chapter, he said, I have to include these. So he, I think it's 15 pages more. So I, I'll study those and be able to add something more to this whole thing. Jumuna Jaya, if you're still there, is there any point that Thank, thank you. Wonderful, wonderful class. I'm loving the deep dive we're getting in. There's, um, well, one thing I really related to about your family, my son don't bring home no bees. It was the same thing at my house. But, um, but what I um, really is loving the contrast between Kamsa and Vasudev and this, what you said about Dharma will protect us. And it's making me think, this is like the 16th chapter of Bhagavad Gita played out, you know, the qualities of the demoniac and the divine. And here we see Vasudev with all these great qualities being completely fearless as he does this and Kamsa is so full of fear and not knowing what to do. So I love that comment, the, those principles, Dharma will protect us and Kamsa has none. So he's so completely unprotected. So he's so fearful. So I loving that contrast. That's a great point too. And it, 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 that even though someone is in an advantageous position, he's more fearful than one who follows Dharma and who is in a 
less powerful position. And, and the classic example, and I've quoted that many times, is, um, is Socrates, when he's cursed to die by the Senate, he just wants to address them. And he says, if you think you can harm me, you won't harm me, you'll only harm yourself. Because what harms someone is when they act improperly. <laughs> because that harm goes on a much deeper platform. So he said, you can, so I think it's the same thing with comedy. He thinks he has adv advantage, but you never have advantage if you don't have Dharma, because mm -hmm. Dharma leads to auspiciousness. So even in the, in, in and I, I, I also remember I studied this book on happiness and it, it discussed this lady, Itti Hillison, who was in the concentration camps, I repeated that. And she said, for one who has an inner life, it doesn't matter what side of the fence one is on. So, okay, thank you. Okay, anybody else have any reflection, any point that they appreciated? Yeah, hi, Krishna Maharaj. Um, just following up on what you just said, it reminded me of Arjuna versus Duryodhana too, who was, materially or or militarily in a more disadvantageous position yet because he was dharmic he was actually ahead of the game that's so good because that's the contrast between the first and last verse of the bhagavad gita in the first verse of the gita i discussed this before it said Dhritarashtra uvacha what did my sons and the sons of pandu do being desirous to fight thinking I have military advantage. So the first verse of the Bhagavad Gita is coming from a materialistic mind. I have more power, I have advantage. But the last verse of the Bhagavad Gita is the conclusion, wherever there is Krishna, the master of all mystics, and wherever there is Arjuna, the holder of the bow, there's sure to be morality, victory and opulence of this there is no doubt well, i thought that the first verse was more expressing um Jiddarashtra's fear because he was like focused on right it, it was his fear but if you look at the purports he he, 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 he was fearful but he still thought let me hear about this because i have a military advantage and that will relieve my fear Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, Maharaj, can I just ask also, why would Devaki and Vasudev continue to have kids when they knew what the horrendous... Because they had to happen because the eighth, eighth one was going <laughs> to kill Kamsa. <laughs> I mean, but they would willingly, you know, submit, subject their kids to such a torturous death for that reason? I mean, it just doesn't seem, something seems off with that. It does seem something off, but I think that's the other point I said, that there's something deeper and more broad that's being inspired. And, and the, um, I'll give that more thought, but the, the, the six children were demons, but I guess they didn't know about it. Let me think about that. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, you know, I was afraid to hear that, you know, or, you know, it's Leela, you know. <laughs> Let me think about that, you know. Okay. okay. 
Okay. Uh, anybody else? Okay. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank very you very much for the class. Yabat Sundari is here. Okay, and I know that Suya Radhika <laughs> in Tehran. Yeah, she's in Tehran. If I don't see her here, I don't get worried. Okay. Thank you, Thank you very much. Else, say hello. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Tota, good to see you yesterday. Likewise, Hare Krishna. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Surya Radhika here. Surya Radhika. Hare Bhav. Good. Faithful. Thank you for the class. Come to classes. Great. Okay. Hare Bhav. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Isabel, how was your weekend? It was amazing. It was really amazing. A lot of service, a lot of association, a lot of music. It was beautiful. How was Janavi's Kirtan? Amazing. Amazing. It was just so beautiful. She sang so beautiful. There was a lot of people there. I mean, it was just... How many people came for the Kirtan? The last time I asked, um, um, Rachel said, I think it was about 100 people. 100 people. This is at Super Soul. They had their July 4th. And, and how was the, uh, the Krishna Kitchen Indian street food? Oh, that was... Everything was amazing. That was so good. Oh, my God. It was just amazing. Yeah. yeah what did they have? They had uh, samosas. And I can't... Uh, don't know what the other names, particularly of it. Probably Rachel knows better. But okay. it was something with chickpeas. Um, samosas, definitely. They were huge. They were so good. Um, and like a doll or something. Um, it was really good. Okay. If anyone's at New Pulse, they should definitely visit um, <laughs> yeah, they catered that at there. And the other question was, okay, and you did a lot of service helping Rachel. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was wonderful being next to her and learning so much from her and being able to help out. Okay, that was great. Okay, okay. Now you come to Colombia. Yes. And you'll meet all the nice people there, and. Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. Well, looking okay. forward to it, Maharaj. You're driving to work. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm in the tunnel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, the Holland Tunnel. Okay. All Lincoln. Right. Lincoln Tunnel. The Lincoln Tunnel. Okay. All right. Hare Krishna. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Okay, Shanti Shore and Hemalarata. I see your. Don't have the good reception today. Okay, great. Yes, yeah, the camera is not working, Maharaj. Such a beautiful class. Thank yes, you so Maharaj, much. Thank you. Great. Okay, good. Anybody else? Harry Krishna Garage, Slogovinda. And Bridget. Thank you for class. Great to see you guys yesterday. That was nice too. Always great, great seeing you. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj Narmasakis here. Bye. Thank you. Wonderful class. Thank okay. you. Okay. It's mercy. Anybody else say hello? Thank you for class. Okay. Gopi Gita. Love to say that name. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Okay. See you.
Okay. Anybody else? Thank you. Okay. Oh, Shana, how Good. Nice to see you. Good. I will remember to send all the information to you in case you can get away to come to Govardhan or Puri. Okay. By Krishna's grace, there's still relations between Russia and India. So there's no problem going there. Okay. Okay. Anybody else? Okay. I looked at the list begin. I see you're all there. I'm so happy. I see every name. I will go now and continue the rest of my day. Thank you. Vanshakopa Trubyascha, Kripasindu, Bae, Bacha, Pati, Tanam, Pab, and Abiyo.